This is a public service announcement. You are doing too much. You are doing too much and it's getting in the way of what you want. How do I know? Because it's literally my job to help women get what they want. And one of the things we always, but always start with is pulling back, doing less to create more, have more, receive more. And what that more is for you, you get to decide. More travel, more ease, more love, more laughter, more life, more play, more, 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 your version of more. You get to have more, my love, but not by doing more. Today, I'm going to break down for you the telltale signs that show you're doing too much, the truth about how and why all that doing is actually getting in between you and what you desire, how to stop being so damn busy, and what doing less creates, and then how that thing is what you can use to make the magic happen. Sound good? Let's do this. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com. How are you, my love? Are you having a beautiful day? I'm very excited. As this episode is airing, I will be in Sicily. How glorious. I've had to keep that to myself because it is a surprise birthday trip for my mom who's turning 70. She doesn't look it, (laughs) but she's turning 70. And I organized the whole thing. So we're away for a full week. All of us as a family, yes, going away, you know, not very long before we're about to embark on a full year of travel because that's just the kind of fancy people we are. (laughs) That's the dream life I'm living over here. But it just feels so lovely to be able to plan something like this for just, you know, one of the most important people in my life. I mean, the original, the OG, (laughs) the limitless mother. And she'll probably be listening to this. Love you, mum. And also, mum, didn't we do such a great job of keeping it secret? I'm quite impressed at us. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into today's show. We've got a new topic for the month. So throughout last month, we were really getting into the energy of money. And I want to build on that. And what we are talking about this month is energy before action. Said another way, alignment before action. Making this shift to prioritize energy first is 
game changing. I promise you. It's what I help so many of my clients with fundamentally as a tool and an approach to create the lives of their dreams, the business of their dreams, all of the things. So that's why I wanted to bring this conversation to us here because I know that while it sounds lovely, it can be super stretchy because it goes against so much of our conditioning. So bringing you some really amazing episodes this month on Energy Before Action. I hope you enjoy them. It's going to be so fun. But first, before we actually get into today's topic of how you're doing too much and how it's getting in the way of what you want... <laughs> Let's celebrate my clients, can we please? Because I think it's lovely to, first of all, love on them. And secondly, just to create that ongoing, expansive evidence for anyone who's listening who needs proof that prioritizing your energy works, proof that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it, proof that you are in fact limitless and everything that you desire is possible for you. Proof, proof, proof. So let's get into some expansive celebrations. I'm just going to run through a smattering of things that my clients have been celebrating this week as I'm recording. One of them is moving ahead with purchasing the premises that her business runs out of, which was originally like a five to 10 year plan happening now. Same person is also celebrating a 7k increase in additional revenue on her last financial year. And she's actually fairly new to my mastermind. So that is really, really exciting. Another client has won an award and has been at a really epic conference. Another is just, I mean, the most amazing business opportunity magnet. She has people, she just magnetizes people to her all the time who are like, we really want to collaborate with you on this and pay you for this. <laughs> she's just epic. It's so good. I mean, I'm not really surprised because she's just has a magical energy to her and is also really shit hot at the work that she does. But it's just so cool to see somebody who just magnetizes on repeat so consistently. Another class is buying the land of her dreams to build a home on. Oh my God, like epic stuff going on in my world and in my clients' worlds, right? Actually, that same client is giving her whole team a pay increase. Just decided they all deserve to be paid more. Don't we love that? That is the abundant energy that we get to embody when we work on ourselves first. We get to create that ripple effect. I love it so much. Another is celebrating a really significant mindset upgrade, which is just going to unlock that next money level for her so fast. We're talking some really big numbers now that she's aligned to. We've got clients booking days off, weekends away, booking holidays, and also clients celebrating their clients having phenomenal results and creating and facilitating amazing transformations. Those are some of my favorites. When I see my clients celebrating their clients' wins, it just gets all kinds of cool. So, so good. I am obsessed with these women. And speaking of which, I was going to make you a little invitation here. Would you like me to be obsessed with you, my love? Right now, it's looking like I'm probably going to have two, one to two spaces coming up to work with me later this year in one of my mastermind containers. So if you're ready for the support that you need to leverage your energy and your business to make your dream life just your daily reality life, <laughs> 
And that happens to be my speciality. So come on over to my side where business is actually fun and playful and we get to create lives we're in love with. <laughs> if that sounds good to you, head over to corriejafford.com forward slash elevate. We actually did away with the application form. It's a whole thing, a whole story. I'll save it for another day. But all you need to do is register that you're interested and we'll be in touch with more information and invite you to book a call with me if we think it's going to be a good fit as and when those spaces come up. Okay, so that's corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. I invite you to swan over there and find out more. Okay, so let's get stuck in to today's episode. Why am I singing? Who knows? (laughs) I'm in a silly mood. So you're doing too much. This is a fact. How do I know this? Well, because you clicked on this episode. (laughs) That was a little bit of a a giveaway. But in all seriousness, and I'm saying this with love, I'm making an assumption that you're doing too much because I've done too much before in various different guises. And we'll talk about kind of how this shows up and, and manifests. And also one of the kind of biggest keys in how I help my clients to transform their businesses and their lives and the results that they're getting is by doing less. It is very, very rare that someone comes to me and one of the things that we don't initially tackle is pulling back what she's doing. It just is necessary. And I also know that we have been so programmed. So if you've been programmed in the same way that I have, in the same general culture that I have, then we've been programmed to believe that our value is found in how much we're doing, how many things we're achieving, what we're ticking off our list. And also as women specifically, we're programmed to believe that our value is found in how we're serving others. Now, nothing wrong with achieving things and serving others, but it's the the balance there that is so often off for us that we are doing, doing, doing all of the time. So I'm guessing that you've been conditioned that way too. And the likelihood is that you've been brought up to believe in the paradigm that says that effort is required to get to wherever it is that you're going. (laughs) Effort is the thing that creates success. Hard work is the thing. Because we've been brought up in that paradigm and our schools for the large part are indoctrinating our children as we speak (laughs) along those lines, I'm over here wildly undoing and unwinding all of that, (laughs) trying to just outpace them. Because of all of that, it is just too easy for us as women, as mothers and business owners to be in a trap of doing too much. And the other way that I am guessing that I know that you're doing too much is if you identify with not having what you want yet. So the second part of this episode title, title, oh my days, title was, and it's getting in the way of what you want. So If you identified and resonated with that, it means that you're feeling potentially maybe some impatience, why isn't it happening yet, maybe some frustration, maybe some apathy even is setting in at this point, like, oh, okay, fine, it's just not going to happen, whatever. Because if there's something that you desire and you haven't made it happen yet, the likelihood is, speaking from experience in my life, but also coaching so, so many women to make their dream lives a reality, my experience shows me that the likelihood is that your busyness in at least one of these areas that we're going to talk about in a minute is one of the things that is keeping what you want out there rather than it being right here, right now. So 
That might have sounded a little bit finger waggy, like you're doing too much and and you are, (laughs) but I'm saying it with love and because what I want for you is whatever it is that you want for you. And I know that that busyness and doing too many of the things is getting in the way. So that's why we need to talk about this. So let's look at what doing too much looks like. This might be a weird thing to say because you're like, I I know I'm doing too much. My to-do list is massive. We don't need to talk about this, but there can be some sneaky ways that this shows up as well. Okay. So Ways that this manifests and shows up in your life could be things like, see if these resonate, see if any of these resonate. Don't beat yourself up if they do. You know that we're not here for that, but just check in with yourself. Always being the one to do it. The fine, I'll just do it. Being the default go-to. Just accepting things without really intentionally deciding, is this something that I want to do? Just being the one that does it. That is one way that this shows up for us. Doing things that really aren't your business to be doing. (laughs) So this can come up in a myriad of different ways, but this one is a conversation I have with clients quite regularly. So for example, hand-holding a team member or contractor's hand who really would be better off being empowered to grow, maybe fail, learn, and try on their own. That's quite a classic one. Too much hand-holding comes from a good meaning place, but can be too much. Trying to control all of the things. Those of us who identify as being a little bit type A, a little bit control freak, it can be really difficult for us to hand over the reins and relinquish control. So we end up overseeing things or micromanaging or meddling where it's not our business to meddle. I definitely used to do this. I used to be terrible at doing this with anything tech related in my business back in the day because even though I had a tech VA, I know enough about tech to be dangerous. (laughs) So I would meddle and then it would never go well. And that's because I was doing things that were not my business to be doing. Another way that this can show up is bending over backwards for team members or for clients. So I have conversations frequently with my I have, did I just say conversations or clients frequently? I have conversations with my clients frequently. You know, you just doubt what came out of your mouth. Um, The joy of being unedited here. (laughs) I have frequent conversations that go along the lines of, wait, why were you doing that? Why don't you have a boundary around that? Why are you letting, for example, their clients think that you're the one to manage their calls for them? Let them manage that. Or why are you not boundaried around that? Why are you letting that other person's things trample all over what should be your boundaries, you know? So doing too much. Um, If that's at all resonating with you, definitely go back and listen to the I'm not your mother episode. There'll be some juicy nuggets in there. This can also show up in personal life. I talked about before, one for me a while back was when I was the one organizing all of the Christmas presents for the family, including the presents for my father. And I was like, wait, why is this my job? Why have I taken this on? This isn't my responsibility. That's my husband's responsibility. He can buy his dad a present. Why am I the one doing it? So taking on things that really aren't ours to hold. And this is one that we do a lot as mums and business owners. So it, it can be quite pervasive. So keep an eye out for it. Being so busy looking after everyone else, family, clients, community, neighbors, you name it, 
then you always end up being at the bottom of the pile. Maybe it's always your self-care that goes out the window. Maybe it's always your workouts that don't happen even though you really wanted them to. That is a real telltale sign that you're doing too much and Another way this shows up is having too many projects in your business, too many things being priority. And you know the old saying, if you've got too many priorities, you actually have none. This is a really typical one, especially as an online business owner, there's a lot of noise in the online space and it can be really easy to succumb to the thinking that your next level, your next sale, your next whatever milestone is on the other side of doing more, diversifying so that you've got content in every way, wedging in another revenue stream even though the three that you currently have aren't really actually operating fully yet you know there's it's really really easy to feel like oh my god now everyone's on tiktok maybe i need to go over there oh my god i don't have a pinterest strategy maybe i should oh my god you know it's very easy so again give yourself some grace if this one is resonating but having too many projects at the same time in your business not knowing what your priorities are or feeling that you have five priorities all at once these are some signs that you're doing too much so These are just some of the ways, but some of the typical ways that I see in my clients and also I've witnessed in my life and business. There's lots of different flavors, but the signs are there. If you look at them underneath all of this, they will be feeling energetically depleted. So whether you are being too lenient with boundaries or adding too many things to your to-do list, ultimately it's going to be energetically depleting you, often emotionally draining and overwhelming of course the other thing to look out for is that there's no momentum or no real traction in the direction that you want to be going so these are all of the general signs that are indicators that you are doing too much so you might be thinking okay i get it i am doing too much many of those or at least one of those resonated but like what do i do about this because i don't see how i can get out from under it Don't worry, my love, we'll be talking about how to stop doing so damn much in a minute. But really, I think first, it's important to understand just how much this is getting in the way of what you want and how much it's harming your ability to create, have, receive, experience, and enjoy whatever are your dreams and desires. So I think that that can be that compelling reason. Then it's one thing to just feel busy, but if we don't know why the alternative is not just appealing because you're not busy anymore, but appealing because you're not busy anymore and you get to have the things that you actually want. So let's look at how all these things kind of connect together. So let's look at the truth, essentially, of the why and how this is getting in the way. Likelihood is that a lot of what I just described kind of shows up in the efforting energy category in the scale of energy. If you're like, what are you talking about? What the heck and Bob is that? (laughs) If you're new here, then after this episode, it'd be really great to go back to the scale of energy masterclass. It's quite far back in the podcast archives, but it's a full masterclass on the scale of energy, how you can use it to create more intentional and quicker and more easeful results in your life and your business. But essentially, there are four layers of the scale of energy. It goes in a pyramid shape, if you're with me. And just for a refresh for anybody who has heard of the scale of energy before, it's a tool that I use with my clients all the time, and I use it to teach here on the show as well. Because when we understand the energy that we are in, then we understand 
what we can actually do that's going to make a real difference to our outcomes because energy is at the root and core of everything in our experience and life and world and universe, science facts there. And when we understand the energetic principles, then we can work at the root, which means that we don't have to energy and we don't have to energy, we don't have to effort our way to the things that we want. So at the very bottom, we have like a low energy. At this level, we're not really doing anything. So that's not really relevant to today's show because if you identified with that one, you probably wouldn't have even been bothered to click on this episode, right? Above that though is where the majority of the population reside and it is in the efforting energy. Everything that I talked about, about how this shows up, hallmarks of the efforting energy. The busyness, go, 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 overwhelm, loop, that happens in there too. The reason why most of the population reside in the efforting energy is because we've been programmed to believe that that is how we create results. We've been lied to. (laughs) It's a scam. It's a sham. (laughs) Don't believe it. It's true. It's true that it's just a complete fallacy. You can create some results that way. It takes way longer. It's way harder. And you're giving up now in order to create them then rather than enjoying your way to the things that you desire. So above the efforting energy is the expansive energy. And this is an energy when we start to rise up out of the efforting, start to expand our view of what is possible, start to see our potential and feel it and understand it more and more, start to feel our own power more and more, and start to leverage our energy with intention. Now here we can create some really great results, a lot more ease and a lot more speed, but at the very top we have the elevated energy where it is just happening so easily for us. That's where the unicorns and rainbows and the magic is. <laughs> it's at that top. So the more we go up the scale of energy, the less action is required and the quicker we get to the things that we want. So all of this comes back to when we are in efforting energy and we are doing too much, we are in that energy, we are keeping the things that we want at a distance from us. It just is one of the facets of being in that energy. So we are depleting ourselves at the same time, meaning that sometimes we can actually oscillate between this efforting energy and then the low energy. And that can actually be really kind of additionally depleting because we're kind of cycling between two different levels there and kind of like bobbing up a little bit and then getting depleted and sinking back down, which is no fun at all. So put most simply, when you are in the efforting energy, and you know you are if you are doing lots of doing, (laughs) like doing too much and it's feeling effortful and you're feeling a little bit depleted or overwhelmed um, or just a bit frazzled, but when you are in an efforting energy, you are in the paradigm of results require hard work, results require sacrifice, results come at a cost. And so because you are in that paradigm, that is what you create. And that is why it's getting in the way of what you want. Because I'm guessing that what you want aren't just the things, and I say things meaning experiences and tangible things, all of it, but not just the things, but the feeling of how you're getting there too. I'm guessing that what you desire, that your dream life doesn't come at a cost. And so when you're in that efforting energy, you're not in alignment with what you really want and therefore you can't bring it into your reality. So 
The other truth here is that it is really energetically draining to be doing too much, especially when you are holding things that aren't yours. And like I said, I see that one come up a lot, whether it is holding responsibility that really should belong to team or really having loose and bang baggy, <laughs> yes, baggy <laughs> boundaries, all of these types of things. When we're holding things that aren't ours and we're holding too much, it's energetically depleting. And so we don't have the energy reserves required to use our energy with intention to bring in the reality that we want to be creating. So the truth about getting what you want is that it's not on the other side of all of this doing. It's not at the end of your to-do list. It's not once you finally completed that project or you finally ticked off enough things. That's not how you get what you want. <laughs> that is the truth. And that's a, a liberating truth, isn't it? God damn it. <laughs> because it means like, oh, thank God, I don't have to keep slamming myself at this to-do list and depleting myself and hoping that one day, finally, the things that I desire will show up. I've gone down the wrong route. I don't even have to go down this route at all anymore. It is not on the other side. And that's why things like productivity tools and planners and the like, while they have a place, they are not the answer because we think that the answer is getting more shit done and getting more shit done just adds more shit, just magnetizes more shit to you because you're in the vibration of, I get lots of shit done. So what do you do? You keep recreating that experience from that vibration. And this is just the most beautiful and liberating news that I personally ever heard because I was like, yay, I don't like having to get lots of shit done. I don't like doing so much doing. It's amazing news when you're like, oh, that's not actually how I get what I want. Yay. <laughs> so this is why those kinds of planners fall short because it's not addressing the root cause here. The root cause is being in an efforting energy because that's what we keep perpetuating then. And so... The other thing here that we need to acknowledge is that what you want, whatever that might be, whatever your particular unique vision of success is, it involves a feeling. We've talked about this a lot before. It, there's an essence to it. And I'm guessing that it is one of these. I'm guessing that there is some aspect of it that boils down to feeling calm and content or feeling peace or feeling freedom or feeling easeful or feeling joyful None of those things match up with and stack up with feeling overwhelmed, feeling fried, feeling frazzled, feeling put upon, feeling annoyed, feeling resentful, all of the things that we can feel when we're doing too much doing. So we can't create a new reality that includes us feeling a different way without feeling that way first. So can you see how just continuously tackling your to-do list is, you know, not achieving anything, <laughs> really, in terms of it's not on track or on path to the things that you desire, unless you created that to-do list from the place of the most epic energy, from a place of calm, tranquility, abundance, joy, whatever is resonating for you. If you created your action list from there, then absolutely, but I'm guessing you didn't, <laughs> right? So what you want is a feeling. So if you acknowledge what are those feelings that are big factors in what I see as my dream life, when I'm living my dream life, how do I anticipate feeling? And then noticing 
where it is out of alignment, i.e. doesn't match how you're feeling right now. You can't get there without changing how you feel first. It just is a law of the universe. So when we're too busy and we're putting off feeling good, just to put it simply, we'll just use good as a kind of catch-all for all of those things that I was just describing. But when we're putting off feeling good, we're putting off living our dream life. We're putting off the desires, the money milestones, the, I don't know, getting fit, whatever the things that you want, we're putting them off by not feeling the way that we want to feel when we get there. And so all of that busyness and all of that doing too much is in a vibration that is different from where you're going. And so because it's a different vibration, it is a different path. So get on the new path and notice how quickly things come to you. So the most fundamental thing here, though, is that if you don't have the energy or the time, then you can't really see what is required and you can't even work on your energy. So it becomes like a cyclical kind of self-feeding in a bad way loop that the more busy you are, the less you're likely to be tending to yourself and to your energy. So the more you're going to stay in that busy energy, that efforting energy, and so the more you'll just keep circling around in that loop and keeping the things that you desire at bay. So we need to break the loop, break the pattern, break the cycle if we want to actually create something new, something different for ourselves, whatever that is, whether it is have a new revenue stream in your business actually really take off or whether that is reach a new money level or create new feelings of contentedness, like anything new that we want to create for an experience ourselves has to start with tending to our energy. Otherwise, we're doing the same things and expecting a different result. And we know that that's the definition of insanity, don't we? So what is really required to create whatever it is, my love, that you want? I don't care if it's a handbag, a toothbrush, toothbrush, where did I come from? I don't know. <laughs> toothbrush. I'm hoping that what you don't want is a toothbrush. Just trying to come up with examples on the fly. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. I don't care if it's a handbag, a kitchen extension, a blowout trip to Disney with the kids. Like, I don't care what it is or having your business just really pop or having your you know, followers grow on a certain platform. I don't care what it is that you want, as long as it is truthfully what you want in your core, in your soul. Whatever you want, the thing that you're going to need to make sure that you are on path to it, to make it come into your reality with ease and speed in all instances, but only all of them, is space. Some space. <laughs> It is literally the thing that is required. Now, space, what, you might be like, why? Why do I need space? You need some space. You don't need like two months off unless that's what you know your soul is really telling you to do. You don't need a huge swathe of time, but you do need some space. Some space in which to gather yourself. Some space in which to tend to yourself. Some space in which to reflect. Some space in which to receive creativity. Some space in which to actually tune into what your desires even are. Some space to tune into your inner knowing, your intuition that guides you actually really effortlessly to the things that you want. Space space, space is the key to making it happen. With all that busyness, we are crowding out 
our bandwidth, we are depleting our energy and we don't have the space then to do what is required to actually bring in our reality. And what is required often is having a sit and think or recovering from something energetically or reflecting in a journal. It doesn't look like ticking seven action-y practical things off a list. The things that make the biggest leaps, the biggest changes, the quantum leaps, the overnight success, quote unquote, that we see out there, it will have been the creation of some space that allowed what we wanted to to come in. And that is the other thing here is if we want something new in our lives, so more money than we've had before or a new relationship or a new feeling of health or well-being, whatever that might be, we need space for it to come into as well. So the space is the thing. The space is the thing that allows us to use our energy as a tool to bring into reality what we want. Is this making sense? And if we don't have it, the signal that we're putting out there is that I'm not important, I can't have it yet, I don't have time even for the things that I want. Like there's lots of mixed messages that we can be putting out really easily, even if we're like, you know, working on our desires, but we're not actually creating any space to think about, well, how might I welcome that in? What would be an aligned action? And we're just trying to get there effortfully from that very logical, very analytical part of our mind that loves to kick in and it does have its own, you know, appropriate time and place to be used. But when we're looking at creating something significantly new, when we're looking at creating the life of our dreams, of really bringing our vision of success into our lives, we're gonna need some space. So I've banged on that space drum enough. You get it, right? You get it. Hey, okay, I'm just interrupting myself here for a second. So (laughs) I recorded this episode earlier today and then afterwards had a just download, aka soul guidance, aka sterling idea. And I just had to hop in here and tell you about it. So I literally just created something for you. If you know that you're so good at what you do and so good at actually holding yourself, but as you're listening to all of my talk of space, you're feeling like what would feel really good right now is the energetic support of somebody holding you, especially while you're holding others, then I have just the ticket. I'm offering a small handful of energy reset calls. Did I mention they're absolutely free? What? I know. I love to give back to this community and knowing the kind of women that this podcast attracts, this just feels like such an abundant and fun thing to do. So if you think it would feel so good and so amazing to have somebody hold that space for you in which you get whatever it is that you need energetically, whether that's being witnessed in all of the things that you're holding or making this your time to plug into a higher vibrational energy, then here's what I invite you to do. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash space and book in a call with me at a time that works for you. And let me hold that space for you as my gift. Ah, doesn't that feel amazing? Here's the thing that I want to acknowledge. It's going to feel stretchy. It's going to feel stretchy creating and occupying and holding some space for yourself. 
because of all of the reasons I mentioned at the top of the show, because of all of that conditioning that we've received as mothers and as business owners and women in the world that tells us that busyness is the thing. Business is the ticket. The productivity is what you should be going after. Do, do, do. More, more, more. Action. Massive action. God, I hate that phrase. No, let's just not. <laughs> because of all of that and because... The unfortunate truth is that I would say for 95% of the female population that I've spoken to at least, we are often struggling, especially if we are not receiving support around this or working on this actively, often struggling with our own feelings of inadequacy, worthiness, deservedness, and that makes it hard as well to hold space because when we hold space, what we're doing is we're saying, I'm important. We're saying, my dreams are important. We are giving to ourselves and we need to be open to receive it. Guess what? Just like we need to be open to receive all of the things that we actually desire. Hello, it's also a ticket and a hack to that, right? So do you see how this works? But I just want to really acknowledge that it can be difficult. It can feel challenging and stretchy to create space when we are so programmed to believe that the answer is in the doing and in the busyness. It can feel so challenging to honor our commitment to ourselves when we are so programmed to believe that everybody else's needs are more important than our own. It can be so challenging to hold space and occupy that space when we are not used to receiving, when we are used to overgiving, give, 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 hallmark of doing too much. <laughs> And therefore, we've forgotten how to tune in our receptive mode. We've forgotten how to feel safe receiving. So I know that it isn't necessarily easy, but in doing that, you're making progress on so many fronts. Because in making space to listen, whether it's to your guidance, intuition, creativity, making space to Tend to your energy to recover, recuperate, look after yourself so that you have buoyant energy reserves so that you can be moving up the scale of energy. When you make that space, not only are you doing the very thing that is the gateway to your next level, your dream life, whatever that is for you. So win, winning, right? <laughs> but also <laughs> you are working on your own sense of worthiness, which is only ever going to help you. <laughs> And you're working on your ability to receive, which is only going to help you receive the things that you're trying to manifest and create, right? So you see how it just works so beautifully on so many levels. But I also just wanted to straight out of the gates acknowledge that it can feel stretchy if this is new. If you're so used to just doing, doing, doing for others, being busy, busy, busy all the time, and you carve out some space, expect it to feel uncomfortable at first. But don't let your brain trick you into thinking that the discomfort makes it wrong because <laughs> that's what our brain likes to do. It's not wrong. And just be like, oh, yes, hello, discomfort. Here you are, was expecting you. Oh, hello, overactive brain that's telling me like, oh, well, we could do this another time. Oh, well, shouldn't we be doing this instead? Oh, wouldn't a bit of a use of time be blah, 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 blah. You can be like, ah, yeah, I was expecting you as well. You can shut up. <laughs> right? So acknowledge First of all, and this is really the first step to how to stop being so damn busy. First of all, acknowledge that you are. Give yourself grace. Don't make yourself wrong for it. Just notice. Notice the patterns. Whatever are the patterns for you. Is it overgiving? Is it holding things that aren't yours? You know, just notice it. Just as a casual, neutral observer to the best of your abilities, be neutral in the observing. That's the first step. The second is, though, to acknowledge that 
the thing that you really need is some space at first until it becomes more normal, until you become acclimated to it, is going to feel challenging. It's one of the reasons why I exist as a coach, right? One of the things that people don't come to me and say, hey, I want to pay you so that you can help me create space. They don't say that. <laughs> but that is also often what they need. It's often one of the most, my most important, you know, roles and ways that I can help them is to help them feel better in holding that space and use that space to actually create everything that we just discussed, right? So just expect it to be a little bit uncomfortable at first and don't let yourself label that as wrong. Get clear on what you actually want. You know, what is it that you desire? Sometimes we think we know what we want and it isn't until we create that space. And we're like, how actually? That's someone else's dream. <laughs> Here's what mine really is. Get your needs met. So if we're going to create space for ourselves and really use it in the way that I'm talking about today to really create some epic shit really quickly then we're going to need to make sure that our needs are getting met, not just meeting everybody else's needs all the time. But what are your needs, you know? How can you tend to yourself with as much care and attention as you tend to, say, your kids, right, or your clients, or both? What could you be doing to love on yourself and to maybe pay for some support, maybe request that somebody else does something, maybe delegate, maybe just delete things off of your list. Maybe that's what you need. But getting clear on what your needs are so that you're coming at this creation of space feeling full rather than feeling like, you know, at first maybe the creation of space is a part of meeting your needs. That's a legitimate step as well. But what we really want to get to is a place of where you are looking after yourself and or having your needs otherwise met such that when you create some space, you're coming at it energetically buoyant or at least topped up enough that you can really use that space to leverage your energy even more highly, to really tune into creativity, to intuition, to guidance from within, above, however you decide it comes to you. It's there. That's when we can find out what we really need to actually do. And it will likely be like one thing instead of the 37 things on your list, right? So I'm not saying we don't take action, but we do all of this first. So get some support, get some help, get your needs met. And then this is going to be the thing that only you can do for you. Honor that commitment to yourself. Now, you can get support in making sure, you know, holding you accountable and that accountability and feeling good in doing that, working on your worthiness. But ultimately, if you decide, okay, on Monday, I'm going to take an hour. I'm just going to create this space that Corey's banging on about. I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to see what I need. Maybe I'm going to take a nap in that time. Maybe I'm just going to sit there with a blank journal. Maybe I'm just going to stare out at the sea. Whatever it is that you need that feels like true space honor that commitment when it rolls around. When 10 a.m. on Monday rolls around, what are you going to do when your brain starts kicking into overdrive because it doesn't feel safe creating that space and holding it? Only you can honor that commitment to it, but when you do, you change the game because you've said in honoring that commitment to yourself to create and hold that space and be in that space, even if it's uncomfortable, you've said to yourself, I matter. You've said my dreams matter. You've said my energy is important and this is how I decide to create my results from here on out. It's a big deal, a big deal. So celebrate yourself the first time you do it. Celebrate yourself massively and treat yourself, reward yourself with something because anytime we're doing something stretchy, I really believe in reinforcing it with reward afterwards. The other thing is don't rush it. 
You don't get to just make an hour of time at 10 on a Monday and be like, well, I created this space, damn it, and where are my results? <laughs> Why haven't I got anything or yet? Or I didn't actually receive any guidance or downloads or I don't really know what to do yet. Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, we have to continue to create some spaciousness. So I have space, generally speaking, built in to my every single day and every single week. Now, did I get here overnight? No, but it's been a process. But I know that when that spaciousness, and I'm talking about white space, I'm talking about space that is not filled with a to-do list item. I'm not feeling the need to be productive. I'm not feeling the need to serve somebody else. I'm just having that spaciousness so that I can do what I need to do to be in my best energetic point, you know, to be in my best vibration. So I'm either using that space to tend to myself energetically or just to sit and just allow that space. I don't have tons, I don't have hours and hours that I dedicate to this. So don't feel like, oh, well, this isn't for me because I can't do that. But it's regularly actually having some stillness, some time. Maybe it's just having a bath when you're not listening to a podcast or not scrolling on your phone or not reading, just some space. It has to be that white space, I call it, because it's that blankness, that kind of like clean sheet of paper vibe that we're really going for here. But don't rush it. Don't expect that one slot to just change everything. I mean, hey, sometimes it can. Let's be open to that. But know that this is a something to cultivate over time. That If you're really here listening to this because you want to be creating a different life maybe for yourself or different results or a different experience, whatever that might look like to you. But there are desires written on your heart that you want to see brought into your reality and you want to bring them in without hustle, sacrifice and overwhelm. Then this is one of the ways that you make that happen. It is that ongoing commitment to trying to at least cultivate some space and letting go little by little more and more each time this idea and notion that it is the busyness that's going to create anything of any worth <laughs> and also and this one can be this one can be stretchy for us be okay with things not getting done oh my god right right stretchy it won't be the end of the world if that laundry pile stays there it won't be the end of the world if you don't send that email today and it waits until tomorrow it won't be it i could go on right Ultimately, this is one of the beauties and one of the problems with business is that we're never done. <laughs> there is no end. <laughs> so we have to only ever arbitrarily decide, okay, that's enough for me today. And the thing is, is that we can use that though to empower ourselves to be like, I get to decide that it's okay that these things don't get done. So for example, in my business, you might know this if you've ever sent me an email. If you send me an email, you'll get an automated response telling you that here's how to get what you need. Largely go to my team <laughs> or if you're my client, go to Slack because you know that's where we hang out. Anyone else either might not get a response at all depending on what, you know, they've maybe pitched me. I get lots of pitches and I say to them, direct them over to my team. And if they don't do that, they don't get a response, right? And some people who are beautiful, wonderful people who I'm excited to hear from and want to hear more from, they might have to wait a really considerable period of time to hear back from me because emails are not my priority because not everything can be. And I'm okay with certain things not getting done you know, but that takes some work, doesn't it? Getting there. So just acknowledge that, that at some point there will be things that just don't get done and prioritizing yourself, although stretchy, so important. And don't wait. This is the final piece of advice here on this. Don't wait for 
your to-do list to be clear before you create the space. That is a trap. Don't fall in it. It's a lie. That day will never come. <laughs> right? It's so easy to be like, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just maybe like when this school year has finished or maybe when this project has wrapped up or yeah, yeah, yeah. When I've filled out those three client spaces, yeah, then I'm going to create some space. Yeah, yeah. When this move is over, yeah, then I'm going to create some space. No, when, 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 when. And what we're doing is we're pushing everything out to the future, including the things that we desire when we do that. So don't wait for the space to miraculously appear. You're going to have to make it. You're going to have to carve it out. And it's going to feel stretchy at first. Let's just be honest about that. Oh, yes, actually, I do have one more tip. Get around people who regularly make space, celebrate it, and celebrate the things that came to them as a result of that space, because damn it, if that isn't expansive and doesn't just normalize it and make it so much easier for you to do. (laughs) This is one of the beauties about being in some kind of group situation. That's why I love things like masterminds, because my clients aren't just in there celebrating their results with one another, which yes, is expansive and uplifting and amazing and inspiring and motivating for everybody else when they're listening. But more often than not, they're celebrating like, oh, and it came when. So for example, literally today, one of my clients said, I had the most beautiful weekend. We didn't do any of our chores that we would normally do on a weekend. We just really had so much fun and adventure as a family and then also as a couple. And it just felt so expansive and relaxing. And then on Monday, when I came back to my computer, lo and behold, I found that I had three potential clients come back to me. So she hadn't been efforting. (laughs) She hadn't been chasing them down. They came to her. And that's just one example. I've got, like, I could fill podcasts. I could fill a whole season of examples of women pulling back on the doing, creating space, and then magnetizing the results. Like, it's a thing, I can talk about it till the cows come home, but you've got to start either collecting your own evidence and or be around people who are doing that. And that proximity normalizes it, just makes it, oh, okay, this is just how we do it here. Oh, okay, it is actually safer. It makes that that first part, like I told you, that was going to feel stretchy, feel less stretchy because your brain has something else to attach to. Oh yeah, I saw so-and-so do it and it worked for her. Okay, I'm going to try it. I feel safer doing it. Make sense? Okay, my love. So stop being so damn busy. (laughs) And then you get to have what you want. Isn't that the best news? I feel like this is the best news podcast. It's so good. The things that you want aren't at the end of your to-do list. Hurrah. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're like, my God, other women need to hear this. Let's save as many mothers and business owners as we can from oh, the lies of busyness from the trap of the to-do list. Let's save them. Share it. Sharing is caring. Either leave me a review on your podcast player of choice or take a screenshot of this, share it to your Instagram stories or just text a friend about this particular episode. Share it though, my love. Let's get this message out there. I've got more juicy stuff coming away, including, yes, I know I keep teasing you with it. It is coming soon. The time-bending episode that I know so many of you are looking forward to. And it's going to be a good kind of compliment to this one. Do not forget, because this is the facts, right? And these are, these, these are the truths. You are limitless. You get to have what you want, my love. You get to have it with ease and speed, because you are limitless. Don't forget that. Bye for now. my love do we talk every tuesday if not we totally should you see each tuesday i send out a message exclusively to my besties on my email list these are pep talks hits of inspiration behind the scene peaks 
lessons I've learned in life, business, motherhood, and notes from the heart. And if I say so myself, (laughs) these are some gold you don't want to be missing out on. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday and sign up to receive my weekly notes. Plus, you'll be gifted my morning mindset routine designed to help you slay your day and your goals because I believe even as mothers, we can have a morning mindset routine that works for us. That's corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday. Tuesday.